Hello everyone, you're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with Allie Benfield, and I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are either going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and the love for our Savior Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends. Am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible, and let's learn more about Jesus Christ. Sound good? Awesome. So let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining me today on Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so glad you're joining me. Today I'm drinking just my regular vanilla biscotti coffee, and it's so much better than that horrible Irish cream coffee I had earlier. I mean, that was disgusting. It was so bad. So bad. Okay, so today's episode is on New Age. Ooh, yeah, it's going to be a good one today, kids. If you practice yoga, meditation, or enlightenment, you might want to stick it out and listen to this podcast. But before we continue, I need to surrender this entire podcast to the Lord for his blessing and approval. So let's pray. Dear Abba God, I come before you to seek your face in this time together. I thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy, and your love. Thank you for providing for us in ways that only you know we need met. And I ask you to send your Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts and our minds as we learn more about your goodness from your word. Thank you, Lord, for the things that we ask and for the things that you automatically bless us with, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We ask you for these things and we thank you for these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. I hope you're comfy and have a steamy cup of coffee and your Bible because on my podcast, we read and apply the Bible to everything. It's my go-to and my fact checker. I read from the King James Version because it's the least tampered with Bible out there. However, on occasion, just a few times, not many, I will read from the NIV Bible if a verse is tricky or too difficult to understand. The Bible is full of amazing scripture on the topic of today. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I just want to reiterate that the Bible may not directly say what it is we need to find. However, that's where a little hard work and digging come in. If you want or need answers on anything, then like anything, you need to work to find them. There's no real dainty way to delve into this topic, so I'm just going to bite off a massive piece. (laughs) Ready? Come here, Oprah. (laughs) Okay. Oprah's mantra, find your own spirit, has become the rally cry of many Americans. The media, our friends, family, and unfortunately, even some pulpits challenge us to find our inner strength. These words might seem harmless to you, even encouraging and uplifting, but the truth is that these messages have their roots in New Age movement, and a movement that is very, very dangerous to you and your family. The danger starts by not being able to recognize Satan's deceptive strategy. Perhaps you envision him wearing a red cape and carrying a pitchfork, someone who really doesn't affect your life. If so, he has you already thinking exactly what he wants you to think. What he he wants you to think, yeah. (laughs) The devil is deceptive and charming. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And one of his greatest disguises is the New Age movement. Yet many don't even realize it. It's sad, but it's true. They do not. Do you recognize Satan's influence in your life? 
Are you drawn to television shows such as, I'm going to throw a whole bunch out here, uh, Charmed, about witches, three sisters who happen to be, you know, casting spells? Or do you and your children watch Disney's That's So Raven, Raven in which teenage um, heroine has visions? The popularity of the New Age movement expressed in a cloak of spirituality is greater than ever, and it means you and I need to arm ourselves with God's truth. We need to be able to recognize false spirituality and teach our children about its dangers. For instance, what comes to mind when you think of New Age? Do you think of palm readers, crystal balls, journeys to uh, uh, Tibet to visit the Dalai Lama, Scientology? While all of these things are part of New Age, this movement infiltrates our society in many other subtle and devious ways. The new age is expressed in simple meditation or self-help seminars, even in holistic medicine, yoga. These things seem harmless, yet they possess dangerous spiritual pitfalls that can snare even the most innocent people. It's true. Okay. Truth time. For a while, I was into Buddha. Uh, Buddha sorry, Buddhism. <laughs> I meditated and did yoga daily. In fact, I lost a whole bunch of weight because of the yoga I did. I even have friends that are yoga instructors, and I'm pretty certain that once this post uh, hits Facebook, I'll be losing that friend and possibly a couple others. And it's totally fine, because if she left from, for being my friend because of my views on yoga, uh, then I don't look at it as a loss. I look at it like God's taking care of the situation and removing her for me. What is the danger of New Age or yoga or meditation? New Age followers use all of these things as a means of channeling their inner energy and spirit to learn or rely on themselves, not God. Bad choice. <laughs> For many people, the appeal of New Age movement is that there are no moral absolutes. What is right for me might not be right for you, but that's okay because really, it's all the same and we're all gods. Small g. This belief system also gives people a false sense of uh control. They have uh, control over their lives. Since Adam, Eve, Cain, and Abel, man has struggled to gain control over himself and his world. The New Age movement leads people to believe that they have all this under control. It's, Why do I need God? I don't need God. I make my own choices. I make my own destiny. So how do we communicate God's truth in a society disillusioned by Satan's lies? The Christian response must be threefold. One, we must know exactly um, about God and the tenets of Christian faith, meaning Jesus Christ came, he was crucified, he was put in a tomb, he was resurrected, he did that for us so that there is no separation between us when we die, that we are taken to heaven with him. Two, we must communicate God's truth, the gospel, with conviction in love. And three, we must practice God's truth. God calls us to walk the walk and to talk the talk. Religion that God um, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless This is this, to keep oneself from being polluted by the world, which is James 1 verse 27. Sadly, many Christians um, have fallen prey to the lies of the New Age movement. They are not grounded in the truth of God's word. They have no understanding of just how bankrupt the New Age movement is. Rarely, rarely do you know or have seen a Christian um, pick up their Bible. They say, yes, I believe, I believe in Jesus Christ, but their outward appearance does not reflect a Christ-like attitude. They go to church once a week, but the other six days of the week, they are living in the world. They love the world, things of the world. They're participating in actions of the world. That is not putting Jesus Christ first. What then do the New Age prophets teach? 
uh, Helena Petrovanina, Blas Blavansky, Alice Bailey, Robert Muller, Barbara Marks Hubbard, Neil McDonald, sorry, Neil Donald Walsh, David Spangler, and Matthew Fox speak for themselves and for the motley crew of spiritual guides, ascendant masters, and comic Christs, whom they have all served. Yeah. The avatars of the New Age say that humanity is God and that there is no death. Barbara Mark Hubbard states the creed for the serpent succulentity. Uh, we are immoral. We are not bound by the limits of the body. We can create new life forms and new worlds. I mean, this just blows me away. What is she talking about? <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. We are gods, she says. Small g. Neil Donald Walsh says the same. Trust God, or if you wish, trust yourself, for thou art God. His spirit guide denies death, saying, there is no death. Life goes on forever and ever. That life is, you simply change form. Alice Bailey said, we're all gods, small g, we're all the children of the one father, and as the latest of the avatars, the Christ has told us. <sighs> oh, hold me back. Holy Spirit, hold me back. These new age teachers re um, repeat the lies of, that the devil has told um, Eve in the Garden of Eden. You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil, which is found in Genesis 3, verse 4 and 5. As a woman devotee of Walsh recently told the Washington Post, we discovered that God within um, is through yoga. That's why we need God, because we are God. Okay, that just is absolutely insanity. <laughs> Since we are God, there's no need for Christ to save us. Like, that's just such an outlandish statement. Instead, as Barbara Mark Hubbard says, multitudes of self-saviors is what we are. For those who have eyes to see, how will mankind perform this feat? David Spangler says that we manifest our heritage as gods, small g, in the making by becoming a spiritual materialist or material spiritualist. Now comes the time to be, become the servants of evolution and to release the light, the love, the wisdom, that will bring the reunification of spiritual estate to its fruitation in the occult redemption of the world. In other words, we're asked to tell God non servum and to choose hell. Okay, there's just a whole lot of yucky garbage going on here. So from what I just read, I think most Christians who love and serve Jesus Christ know that what I just read is absolute horse dookie. I mean, it's just absolutely garbage. The Bible does not teach any of that. New age is one of the biggest lies told to man and deserves to be right up there with the earth is round and man went to space. I mean, that's just, <laughs> what? Satan is the father of lies. His main um, villain power is lying. It's what he does best and he has perfected it for countless generations countless sadly people fall for his crap and his deceptions one trend that you see tons of housewives college girls and even some men partaking in is yoga and meditation i mean it's just skyrocketed in the last i'm going to say 20 to 15 yeah about 20 to 15 years everything to do with yoga and meditation is steeped in satan's perversions the chance the poses the history many people wonder is yoga a sin Absolutely it is. We always hear about Christians who practice yoga, but I believe they don't know the truth. Yoga has demonic roots and can't be separated uh, from Hinduism. And the goal is to be one with the universe. You know, that whole, um, <laughs> okay. Yoga produces a false idea that says you're no longer the creation. 
Right. Yoga takes away from the glory of God and it says everything is God. To connect to God, you need Jesus. With yoga, you're trying to be one with God instead of being the creation. People, 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 what are you doing? The Bible tells us that we are supposed to meditate on the word of God. It does not tell us to clear our minds. Psalms 119, 15-17 says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Be good to your servant while I live, that I may obey your word. Psalm 104, verse 34 says, May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Psalm 119, 23-24 says, Princes also did sit and speak against me, but thy servant did meditate in thy statuses. Statutes, sorry. Thy testimonies also are my delight in my counselors. There is no such thing as Christian yoga. It's just putting a Christian tag on something that's demonic. The devil is very crafty on how he makes people do things. You must always remember the story um, of, of Adam and Eve. It's important that we always keep that in the forefront of our thoughts when we just being believers because they were the ones that turned everything around. God had created this most perfect paradise earth for all of us to be on. And that one action, that one lie that Satan told Eve changed everything for everybody. Everybody was now pinned or painted by the same brush. Genesis three, verse one says, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals. The Lord God hath made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Ephesians 6 verse 11 to 13 says, Clothe yourself with the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand the scheme against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against, the f against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the powers and against the rulers, world rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand your ground on the evil day and having done everything to stand. Exercising and stretching is not a problem. God never said don't do that. He never said sit and never exercise. But God would not encourage demonic practices. Yoga is Hinduism and it must not be practiced. Did Jesus do yoga or did he pray to any other god? Yoga comes from a pagan lifestyle and is different from Christianity. We are not to practice things from other religions. Romans 12 verse 1 to 2 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 1 Timothy 4 verse 1 says, Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. The devil makes things that are bad seem so innocent, but if it separates you from Jesus, how is that innocent? I mean, <laughs> stupid, hello. If you're doing things that are that appear to be okay, but you know that they're not, then they're not. Don't play games like you're opening your body to spiritual attacks, evil influences and things that can draw you away from Christ like false religion. First John four verse one says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. First Corinthians 10 verse 21 says, you cannot drink of the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. 
we must not believe every spirit, even though it may seem good. Please, if anyone wants to get closer to God and pray and meditate on the Bible, do not clear your mind and practice yoga. I mean, don't. It's it's not good. It's not safe. It's not um, Christ-like. It has nothing to do with the light of Jesus Christ. In 1 Timothy 6, verse 20 to 21, it says, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted into your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. Some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness. May God's grace be with you all. Hello? <laughs> Philippians 4 verse 7 says, Then you will experience God's peace, which extends anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. John 14 verse 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, through him, Jesus Christ. You can't get to the Father through yoga, through meditation, through enlightenment. <laughs> you can't. Ephesians verse 2 two says, Where in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Let's face it. The goal of yoga is to be one with the universe. In scripture, you will not find anything to justify the practice of yoga. You can try to justify your sins, but remember, God is not mocked. You just cannot mock God and get away with it. You are the creation. You can't be one with the creator. You can't. I mean, <laughs> I, I cannot wrap around my head some of these people think. Scripture never says to clear your minds, but it says to meditate on the word of God. If you're going to meditate... Go to the Bible. Read his word. Let his truth fill you. Yoga has demonic roots and it can't, I repeat, it can't be separated from Hinduism. You can't put a Christian name tag on it and call it Christian. You can exercise and stretch, you, but Christians cannot follow other religions. If you want to get closer to God, you must continually talk to him to meditate on his word. Have fellowship with Jesus Christ. Yoga separates you from Jesus and opens your body to evil influences and, really, spiritual attacks as well. More and more professing Christians are departing from the faith and doing things that God hates. Put on the full armor of God and walk with the Spirit so you can discern the will of God. Don't deceive yourself. Don't be like the world. We're not to have anything of the world. We are to be in it, but we're not to be of it. And don't let a false teacher tell you it's okay because these days there will be many, 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 many people who will tell you what you want to hear. And that's where a lot of people are being led astray is their ears are being tickled by these false prophets or false pastors or false teachers that are leading them right down the wide road to hell. There are no excuses on the day of judgment. Yoga is evil, plain and simple. Do not love things of this world. Have nothing to do with demonic practices. <sighs> Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 says, Brothers and sisters, in view of all we have just shared about God's compassion, I encourage you to offer your bodies as living sacrifices dedicated to God and pleasing to Him. The kind of worship is appropriate for you. Don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. Then you will always be able to determine what God really wants, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. 1 Timothy 4.1, the Spirit says clearly that in later times, some believers will desert the Christian faith. They will follow spirits that deceive and they will believe the teaching of demons, which is yoga. It falls under this category. So like I said at the beginning of this podcast, it might not actually say yoga, <laughs> like if that's what you're needing help with, but you have to do the digging and you have to be able to have discernment to understand that 
in a verse like first timothy 4 verse 1 where it says the spirit clearly says that in later times some believers will desert the christian faith it says they will follow spirits that deceive and they will believe the teaching of demons well that's exactly what yoga and meditation and enlightenment and new new age is all about first peter 5 verse 8 says be sober be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour first timothy 6 verse 20 21 says timothy guard what god has entrusted you avoid godlessness god godless foolish dis discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge some people have wandered from the faith by following such foolishness may god's grace be with you all you're opening up your body to spiritual attacks and evil influences. I've never been able to understand this. People who practice these kinds of false teachings and, and false religions then turn around and say later on, I've, I'm under spiritual attack. Well, you've put yourself indirectly in that position. What you need is a big dose of Jesus Christ. You do. Hebrews 13 verse 8 and 9 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all sorts of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not ritual meals, which have never benefited, benefited those who participated in them. Okay, so here's my advice. Philippians 4 verse 8 and 10 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I mean, if that's just not right there, you know what? Yoga is not pure. It's not lovely. It's not commendable. It's not honorable. There is no praise to God in yoga or new age. And it's clearly the opposite of what God and Jesus have done through his death. You do need Jesus. Yoga and New Age says you don't. You are your own God, which is, again, horse dookie. First Corinthians 3 verse 19 says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight, as it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. He's going to find out what you're doing. So if you think you can hide it later on or... Um, explain it away or make excuses for it you can't you can't Whew. so i hope this podcast has opened your eyes to the dangers of new age of yoga of meditating of enlightenment i pray that you come away from these wicked practices and come to know the lord jesus christ who died on the cross to save you if you want more information on this topic of anything else from any of my other podcasts i encourage you to find me on facebook my page is open please look for me it's Ali Benfield, and I will gladly help you in any way I can to strengthen your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay encouraged. Look up Joshua 1 verse 9. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye for now. Hey, guys. I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son, Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith. 
I hope that what you heard and learned today has touched your heart and is tended to and ministered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that he fills you with his discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. The Lord Jesus Christ is returning soon, and when he does, I pray that you're among those that are caught up in the sky to meet him so that you could join in the wedding banquet called the Feast of the Lamb. Until we're together again fellowshipping over coffee, <laughs> this is Allie Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys.